Welcome back to your weekly source of positive affirmations, mental health resources, and a little bit of chaos. It's Positivity with Fort and Anastasia, and I am Vortisha. And I am Anastasia. This week's mental health organization is called Movember. They're an organization that prioritizes men's mental health and debunking the negative stigma that surrounds it as well. So... As Anastasia did say, they are dedicated to men's mental health and looking into different types of cancer that are more prevalent in men and helping them screen and to help them through that process. As men are generally believed to need to be strong and ignore their problems, when that's not the case at all. Everybody needs help and your health should come first. This company works to allow for different therapy groups to discuss outside factors that might be causing issues with mental health. They also further look into how finances are affecting not just mental health, but physical health. And they often show people how to go forth and approach somebody about what's going on in their life and how to talk about mental health or mention it and say, hey, do you need help? And the steps to take to talk to somebody about that so people know that there's always somebody there for them. And before we get started, I want to open with a positive affirmation for you all and remind you that you have value inherently and that nobody else is determining your value for you because their opinion doesn't matter. In the most plain way to say it, your value is never determined by what anybody else thinks of you or what they say, and you're always going to have that value. Just make sure to give yourself credit for everything that you're doing and to discredit those that are saying things against you and hurting you. Speaking of value, I find value in what interest I have in your drink of choice today. I'm having an iced Moscow fog, which for anybody who doesn't know, that is Earl Grey tea with lavender, honey, and milk in it, and it is amazing. There's lavender in it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That makes it even better. I love it. It's great. Mm-hmm. What are you having today, Anastasia? I have a chider that's more apple cider than actual chai. It's still good, though. So, what are your stories from this week that we are going to share today? We didn't betray the podcast this week. I know, that's we like... actual tea. We're thriving this week. <laughs> no coffee and water in this household. So, my fun anecdote from my week <laughs> is that Anastasia and I went dancing in the common area outside a few nights ago. And we were doing all the fancy dances and such. It's about 9 p.m. We danced for two hours. And during that time, I yee-yeed. And you know what came from that? Learning that across campus, people could hear me yee-yeeing inside of their dorm rooms. Are you going to demonstrate a yee-yee? Fine, don't. Don't yes-and me, that's okay. It's not like that. <laughs> Glorious. <laughs> Top of the line. Um, yes, that's my story. What about you, Anastasia? So, you guys remember the classic lesson you were taught as a kid, right? The one about don't take things from strangers, don't talk to strangers? Yeah. <laughs> So it turns out college students aren't good at that. So the whole thing was, 
I was off doing my own thing, practicing cello in a practice room, as one does on a Monday, like five hours before rehearsal. It's fine. I got things done. <laughs> and Vorticia snaps me that there's free ice cream in front of the main building, uh, which we call our union. And <laughs> if that isn't concerning, then I think there's something wrong with our brains. <laughs> because <laughs> there were like four or five people just standing in front of the union, handing out ice cream sandwiches or cherry Italian ice. And we have a few theories on to why this is the case. I personally think that they want to cancel our Easter break as they already canceled our spring break due to COVID. So the ice cream sandwiches are for now and in a few hours they'll email us and say, I hope you enjoyed the ice cream sandwiches and Italian ice. Easter break is canceled. See y'all later. Now, since this is a positive podcast, Vorticia, <laughs> I would like to think that they're apologizing for canceling our spring break and nothing else because we have been good college students so we deserve a reward and that is it other theories include mind control not our theories other theories i mean we may not have said that one out loud but it makes more sense <laughs> it, i mean it doesn't make more sense but like it does it does you really think about it. If you interpret it in the correct ways. So, what else is going on in life? We go from mind control to life updates. Alright. I mean, what else am I supposed to do? Move, keep talking about the, the mind control? No, we're moving on. Alright. Oh, here's a hot take for y'all. We are not in our original uh, planned space for podcast recording. Because we are not recording this at... 10 p.m. on a weekday when we should be working on homework. We are recording this at 1 p.m. on a weekday when, when we should, should be, be doing, doing our homework. homework. It's great! <laughs> I have a paper due soon in a few days that I need to still work on, but I'd rather record. Um, let's I'm see. worried about you. <laughs> <laughs> I think now is a perfect time for some silent reflection. Were we going to explain this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so as we take this time for some silent reflection, you guys can totally just pause the podcast, go off, maybe take a hydration break, uh, take some time to settle your mind, relax for the day, and just let yourself... Uh, go off on a little journey as you clear your mind and uh, hopefully reset yourself in these uh, moments that we give you. guys as we're bringing you back to the podcast um we have another tea recipe for you 
This week's tea recipe um, is chamomile tea because who doesn't like a good cup of chamomile tea? I mean, I've heard it's pretty good. My mom drinks it when she's sick or stressed out, so I mean, yeah. It makes sense. It's a very stress-relieving drink, as most tea is. But you want to know another fun fact about it? Sure. So, the thing with chamomile tea is that you can also give it to birds to help with, like, uh, feather picking to, like, prevent them from doing that. And oh. I think that's a really interesting fact. I never knew that. My grandparents have always had birds. We've had parrots, we've had starlings, doves, cowbirds, what have you. And I never knew that. Cowbirds? Her name was Monty. Okay. All right. <laughs> Moving on. So while chamomile tea, you can give this to your birds to help with feather picking. It's always still best to like consult the, a veterinarian or something, obviously, because they're professionals and the internet, as much as we want it to be, is not. So anyway, so I found a really uh, good chamomile tea recipe online, uh, which is honey chamomile tea. Um, I found this recipe on thekitchen.com, and kitchen is spelled without an E, so it's trendy. Don't worry, it will be linked in the description if you would like to make this yourself. <laughs> we wouldn't want to leave you guys hanging. So, uh, one thing that this recipe stresses is that you can use any milk type, because, like, obviously, at some point it becomes personal preference. Yeah, I mean, at home I drink oat milk and soy milk, but at school I go for whole milk because it's... Easy. I can't have oat milk here. They don't do it. That's unfortunate. We could do like a we could do a petition to get oat milk. Oat milk is so good. I've My mom's allergic to dairy, so we do a lot of milk alternatives and dairy alternatives. So it's I've learned a lot. Cool. So you can use any type of milk. We've got whole milk, oat milk, whatever suits you. Um, it's really simple. You use about one and a half cups of water. This would serve two. If you want more, you double the recipe, basically. Uh, you get your four chamomile tea bags, one and a half cups of cold milk, and one tablespoon of honey, and then ground cinnamon for serving. Because you gotta be fancy. And with fancy, you get cinnamon. Except for Tisha's allergic, so she can't have it. Or she will die. I won't die. I just get hives and struggle to breathe. So you will be in the process of dying. Yeah, but I won't make it to death. Do they recommend serving this cold or hot? Well, this is chamomile tea, and usually chamomile tea is served warm because it's one of those teas that's for the warm. Um, even in the instructions, you have to, uh, you start off by bringing the water to a simmer, so you're like boiling this to make the warm so you can get the tea out of it and then you'd add the tea bags obviously you steep it for about 10 minutes and then uh, in a separate saucepan you're heating the milk over medium heat and then you whisk it constantly until warm and frothy which is about five minutes so you're doing all these fancy things to get a really good tea it's worth it then like in the end if it tastes really good it is absolutely worth it mm -hmm. And then you just add the honey, stir till dissolved, and then you divide the warm tea between two mugs. And then, of course, you add the milk and the cinnamon, and then you've got yourself a nice honey chamomile tea. Nice. And it's like, uh, liquefied sunshine. I really like that representation and imagery. <laughs> that is amazing. Heck yeah. So speaking of liquefied sunshine, let's equate that to liquefied positivity. So with that liquefied positivity, we can circle back to the fact that birds 
can drink this tea. And do I have a bird for you? What is the bird you have for me? What is the bird you ask? Hold on, I don't know how to say the name. Stordfjord. Or a Capricaili, if you want to be not sciencey. So Whatever. tell me about the bird. The bird with red angry eyes, like the bomb bird from Angry Birds. You want to know about that bird? Yes, I want to know about that bird. Well, I have just given you the best description of that bird. Except for this. Do you want to hear the best description I found that wasn't from me? Yes. They look like a chicken that wanted to be a peacock. Let me pull up a reference photo you can, so you can see just how true that can be. Do you know that I hate chickens? I did, that's why I chose this bird, because now you can only half hate it. So, ha! I respect the dedication. Now tell me more about see, the bird. Like, he's got the flayed feather things of the peacock, and he's got the egotistical maniac look in his eye like a chicken. Yeah. Oh, I see the look of the chicken. Ah, yes. Now, stop talking about the chicken. We don't want to know about the chicken. This is a Capricaili. Capricaili. Okay. This is a Capricaili. So, clearly, I have done some extensive research, as I have found several quotes to describe this bird. Okay. As I have laid out for you. One of them was my own, but it's okay. So, anyway... Let me tell you more about this bird. Do share. The Capricaili. It's a very interesting bird. I still can't get past the fact that it's half peacock. Well, it looks like that anyway. It's actually a European game bird, which I found really interesting because the only game bird I knew of was like the pheasants. Yeah. So I'm learning things. We're doing great. We're thriving. Moving on. So it's of the grouse family. I didn't know what a grouse was, so I had to look it up. It's much more interesting in look than it is, than, than, than the Capricaili is. Do you want to see a picture? Yes. Oh! It's got yellow eyebrows. It does. That's why it's interesting. Because they're not red eyebrows. He's also spotted. Yes. Kind of like a starling. I know what that is. <laughs> Is it like this bird Pokemon from Pokemon? No, but carry on. <laughs> okay. It's also got spikes on its tail. Hmm. And I found that far more superior than the Capricilli. But I was running out of time for research, so we just stuck with this bird. Okay. It's very interesting. What made me want to keep researching this, though, was the fact that it's... Its wingspan can reach to, like, 100 centimeters in length, which is long. Uh, Over six-foot person's wingspan, basically. Terrifying. But these things are not six feet tall. Otherwise, they would basically be Godzilla. Godzilla's, like, 120 feet tall. Yes, but it's also a giant dinosaur. And these birds would be giant compared to the rest of their... Do that. Yes? They'd be, they'd be the Godzilla of birds, yes. Exactly. My logic makes sense. 
And, like, <laughs> these things only weigh four kilograms, which transfers to, like, nine pounds. Lord. So, they'd be a really light, large Godzilla bird. If they were, in fact, six foot tall. Yes. Yes? Yes. Yes. Now, you may be wondering why I keep referring to it as Godzilla bird. Yes. Yes. Let me explain. Well, the the birds are known as Capricailes. Uh, the Stordfjell, uh, which they are also called, and was which was how I introduced them. It literally means large bird. Yes, I'm comparing large bird to Godzilla. This is where we're at. Not ostrich. No. Not emu. Godzilla. Wouldn't you say Godzilla is far more interesting, though? Well, yes, but... Not you gotta the... keep the people interested. Not in the context of birds. You do. Listen, okay. the only bird that was ever interesting to me as a child was the Roadrunner from Looney Tunes. Why? Because he beat the coyote every time? Because he went meep meep, and I was highly entertained. Now tell me more. Since you said meep meep, what sound does this bird make? Meep meep. Let me tell you what sound this bird makes. It's a beautiful sound. So I showed you this before we started recording. Explain to our wonderful audience what you think the bird sounds like. What if we played different sounds and made them guess? Well, if you want to be lazy about it, fine. But I can tell them what I think it sounds like before we play the sounds. It sounds like wood blocks clanking together. Let's do. So that is sound one. This is sound two. Third sound. And here's the fourth sound. Any one of them are a glorious sound. What sound do you think was the bird? Let us know in the comments below because we're clearly a YouTube channel. Email us at yes. positivity at gmail.com. We will not be telling you what the sound is, clearly. Or tweet at us in this moment. Pause and tweet at us or go to our Tumblr this account. This show be the silent time. And hopefully, since you're no longer listening at this exact moment, unless you have already gone to tell us which one you think it was, Anastasia, tell us which one it was. I am giving them five seconds of silence so that they may pause and go tweet us at andvort or email us at positivity at gmail.com there we go or we have a tumblr account morticia has a tumblr account i have a tumblr account i don't do anything <laughs> it is called let me check that it's called something i know as, that much as we work through our chaos you should be doing one of those three things it is called positivity just like our email Glorious. I will not tell you which sound it was. It was the fourth sound. I like the sound that this bird makes. I like this bird, though. What was your inspiration for choosing him? I saw him behind glass in our college science wing, and I was like, yes, I shall research this board. And I did. What's the most interesting thing you found out about it? They're very dramatic birds. They're very dramatic birds, especially during mating season. Hello. Hi. Are you looking for your water bottle? Yes. We have a water bottle to offer you. Thank you. Yes. Cool. It's a little worried that... Uh, hey, before you be leave. Angry. Yeah. Uh, how mad would you be if 
we included your voice in the podcast. <laughs> Wait, how? What's we are up? recording a podcast. We've been recording. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's totally fine. <laughs> that okay. Sorry about that. No, you're good. <laughs> Understand chaos. Back to the bird. Oh yeah. <laughs> what was the most interesting thing you found about the bird? So they're very dramatic birds, especially during mating season. How and so? So specifically, they have their own name for their display of mating. The article that I found that uh, talks about it literally calls it a flamboyant display known as lek. So it's very dramatic. (laughs) And so what this bird does is he's got his wings pointed down, his tail flared, and beard bristling. This thing has a beard. Your brother has a beard. Yes, but it is a nice beard. I like this beard. (laughs) I'll let you figure out which one I mean. Yes, I'm talking to you, the one viewer of our podcast. I am calling you out. Please tell her which beard you think it is by either commenting on our Tumblr or our Twitter or emailing us at positivity at gmail.com. The name, this is the name of the episode, self-promotion party. (laughs) Shameless self-promotion party. There we go. Let's get back to the bird. Yes, the bird. So he's got this beard. And he also emits a series of gurgles and wheezes interspersed with cork-popping sounds. I'm beginning to think I might be this bird. You are not this bird. Are you sure? I You don't have angry red eyebrows. I worry about you. But I could be this bird. I do make gargling sounds and I wheeze. (laughs) So you could be Ryan Vergara? Anyway, the cork-popping sounds, that was the fourth sound. No, the Capricilli bird was the fourth sound. The cork popping was third. Oh. And then, basically, during breeding season, these birds are also so territorial anyway. David Attenborough, we saw him get knocked on his butt when he tried to approach one. Extremely territorial birds. But during breeding season, it gets even worse. If there is more than one male nearby during breeding season, they will fight them to the death, almost, basically. It's like the Black Knight from Monty Python, basically. Tis but a flesh wound. Tis but a feather wound. What are you going to do? Lean on on me. I I do greatly enjoy that the bird attacked David Attenborough. And literally, the article is so chill about these fights. They're just like, fights can break out, sometimes causing serious injury and even death. I am convinced that whoever wrote this article is a personification of the Black Knight character in Monty Python. What if they're secretly running fight clubs with these birds? Oh no. And that's why they're underplaying it so much? All bird scientists are running fight clubs. Yeah. Those videos of them being aggressive during mating, you think it is that, but it is actually fight club. They just can't talk about it because the first rule of fight club is don't don't talk talk about about fight club. club. Anyway, on a far less interesting note, the females lay between 5 to 12 eggs in a nest uh, during mating season, and they also look after the chicks, you know, typical bird stuff. 
That's a lot of babies. And uh, the male just... The male leaves. The male doesn't come back. He's around during, like, fall, winter, and spring. But, like, in the summer, he's gone. He gone. Uh, and then they're with larger groups of birds as well. So while we're talking about birds, what is your favorite bird? Okay, I know you said bird. But the first thing that popped into my head was platypus. <laughs> I'm really stuck on platypus, man. What is your favorite bird? Perry the platypus has a... Not a jet. Jetpack. He has a jetpack, and he also has a glider. We're talking about birds. But he can fly. Bird. What's your favorite bird? I guess I like morning doves, because my mom taught me their, like, bird call. And uh, I used to, like, chat with them when I was younger. I still do sometimes because we live on 10 acres and we have a woods nearby and some morning doves live there. And they're just a really chill bird, I guess. I used to have a pet morning dove. Her name was Sophie. Mm. I took her to class with me in fifth grade. Aww. She rode a public transport bus sometimes because my grandfather took her to work with him. I've had a lot of birds. I have heard about many of them. You'll probably have to share your misadventures with them throughout this podcast. Oh, I will. Wonderful. Seems we have come to the end of this bird conversation. Aside from one thing, you have not told me your favorite bird. Do you know your favorite bird? Or did you want to put me on the spot? Okay, so I want to choose one of the birds I've had. Uh Uh-huh. Because I deeply love hawks, but I also love... Yes. Oh, you know the phoenix from My Little Pony? Yes. That's my favorite bird. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> I like golden-crowned kinglets a lot. They're, these, they're just little cute birds with these yellow wings and their little white bodies. And then they just have this little orangey-white patch on their head, like a little mohawk. And they're just a cool dude. Morning doves are gray with black dots on their wings. I felt the need to describe my bird because you described yours. And, you know, if I would, so that's my very domestic bird you'd see every day. But I also love Amazon parrots. These guys only live like two years. No wonder they're always mourning. Moving on. <laughs> that was depressing. Go back to your parrots. Um, I like Amazon parrots. I have one right now. Her name is Savannah. I don't have any birds. I just have a vorticia. I might as well be a bird. I like African gray parrots, But weren't you just on the fact that you wanted to be a plant? Listen. That's a discussion for another time. (laughs) Do we have any more to say about the birds? No, that was it. Okay, well, like the many different species of birds, we all have things that set us apart from others, and we're all very unique. And we're irreplaceable. It might not always feel like we're irreplaceable or that we are very valuable. But you're always going to be one of a kind and nobody can take that away from you. So as long as you're here, I hope that you know how important you are. And you can start to learn to love yourself just as much as we care for you and preach to love yourself. I mean, it's... So majorly important to have self-love. 
And I hope that you get to a point where you can constantly reassure yourself and not have negative thoughts towards yourself. And with that, thanks for watching. Uh, we hope you stick around for future episodes. And as always, stay positive. And go follow our Twitter that is run by Anastasia and is a little bit chaotic. You couldn't have left off on a more positive note, could you? If they don't get their fill of chaos here, they'll get it there. Fine. Anastasia mostly uses it to retweet pictures of cats. I mean, yeah. And I mostly use our Tumblr for nothing besides liking dinosaur pictures. All right. And on that, I think we're done. (laughs) Have a great day, guys. Bye!